Welcome back to Charlas with Chung. Uh, on today's episode, it's just going to be me today, and we're going to be talking about something uh, kind of interesting that happened to me recently. It's actually been going on for the past, I would say, around year and a half, uh, the past experience that I'm going to be talking about today. First things first, I just want to say this right off the bat. If the sound sa- sounds a little different, it's actually because I, I got a new microphone. Um, this one is a toner. It's literally the name of the company, a toner microphone, and it comes with a uh, condenser, a little microphone foam cover. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not a sound engineer, so I don't know what the hell that thing is, but it looks like, like a, like a pantyhose that they put over like a little circle. Uh, if you look up the music video to we are the world, the original one with Michael Jackson, you'll literally see a pantyhose, um, put over one of those like meshes. It's the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, so microphone is new. I think the sound is better. The quality is better. I hope it is at least. And at least now this way, uh, whenever I have a guest on, they're going to have their own microphone. So they're going to be able to sound a little better. Just, uh, just a quick update there just to show you guys that the podcast is getting better. Uh, I want it to get better and it will continue to improve over the course of time. All right. So now into the, uh, topic of today's discussion, I want to talk about my uh, experience growing out my hair. Yeah, I know. It sounds very, very underwhelming at first, but it's actually a little more interesting if you just uh, give me some time to explain. So I actually had pretty long hair. Um, I got a big head and the hair was long enough where it went past my head down to my shoulders. Uh, You know, for a male in, you know, the Western world, that's not really too conventional. It was very out there, very different. I would wear it up in a ponytail and stuff like that. So the decision to grow out my hair actually came about, I would say about a year, a year and a half ago, but I was, I was kind of, you know, flirting with the idea at the beginning of it. I didn't really fully commit to it um, until later on, uh, probably, I would say four months after the original point. That's when I was like, I went cold turkey on haircuts. My barber was probably pretty pissed at me because that's a it's a good customer that he was he lost there because I used to go every three weeks or so. So, anyways, I decide to grow my hair, right? And uh it starts growing and it's going through an awkward phase and everything. But the reason I want to talk about it is because I did not realize how polarizing something as insignificant, as natural, I would say, as hair could be. And the only reason I say that is because everybody, even if I didn't ask for their opinion on it, had an opinion on it. You know, if, if to those of my friends who are listening, and I hope you are, you know who you are. They were very verbal about it. You know, uh, I can't blame them because I will admit in the early stages of the hair growing process, I looked hit like I looked really bad. Uh, and I had a nice set of hair, a nice clean fade. It was very much like, you know, what everyone says when they go to the barber. Give me a fade on the sides, keep it long up top. You know, like that same shit. But at the same token, I wore it pretty nice. So to go from that to the drastic change of having, uh, or at least growing out long locks, I could definitely see why that would um not irritate, but that would prompt people to, you know, share their opinion and say, hey, maybe you should cut that. So anyways, uh, I wanted to share the story because I, w- I recently cut my hair, actually. I gave in to societal pressures and uh and social norms no but it, it was time it was time uh, i grew it out for i would say like without getting it cut at all i think it was about a year and change maybe a little bit under maybe a little bit over um but but about a year let's just call it a year for the sake of the conversation or the uh the podcast recording should i say because there's no one here to talk to me <laughs> anyways so 
I decided to cut the hair and the reason was mainly because of the summer heat and a lot of it like I was just getting tired of putting it back up into a you know into a ponytail every day and also because like you know when you wake up in the morning and it's hot outside you sweat a lot and when you sweat a lot and you you know you're constantly having to shower uh I I know you're not supposed to do this every girl out there listening to the podcast is like actually you're not supposed to wash your hair every day because it's bad for your hair and I know it's bad for your hair but I couldn't help myself from showering every day and well showering yeah but from washing my hair every day because that's just I hated the feeling of going to sleep uh with an oily head so I just had to like I had to bring myself to to uh to wash it every day and then that was a bitch because you know you're waiting for it to dry off I learned some really valuable things along the process though and that was like the main thing I wanted to talk about right for all the dudes that are listening to this podcast if you have the opportunity to granted like if you're not balding or if your job uh they have a very very particular set of rules like the the people the employees at the company you're supposed to look polished and dressed like for example i know um you know i know a lot of companies who are in the customer service industry they don't really like it if you have like you know a five o'clock shadow they like for you to be clean cut stuff like that so if you can't do that and you can't go through that you know i guess unkept looking phase then I wouldn't, I would say not to do it. But if you could, if you could afford to deal with the awkward phase a little bit, right? You don't have a job that requires you to maintain squeaky clean. I would say grow it out because it actually makes you have a deeper appreciation for the crap that girls go through. Um, First of all, when it gets long, right? It starts being a pain in the ass to wash. I, you know, I would always tell my sister, oh my God, why are you taking so long in the shower whenever she'd have to wash her hair? She didn't be in there for like an extra five to six minutes. Meanwhile, you know, before it would take me like two minutes, not even two minutes, 30 seconds to wash my hair, you know? Now, after growing my hair out and going through that experience, I take that shit back because let me tell you, that is a bitch. You're in the shower, that shit's hitting your, your you know, your, your hair is wet and everything. You go to put the shampoo in and the next thing you know, as you run your fingers through your hair, there's all types of tangles and knots and all that crap. That was a pain in the ass. I do have to say that was a really big pain in the ass. Um, and also conditioning. There's so many little things that like people tell you, like uh, like all my um, my female friends and uh, my mom and my sister mainly, they were telling me that you're not supposed to put conditioner on your scalp. I didn't know that shit. Before I was just rub like I would just put it in my hand, rub it in my hair, wash it off, just like that. But you're actually not supposed to put conditioner in your scalp. Uh, so I guess growing it out, um, actually... You know, it teaches you a couple things about hair, uh, like hair itself. The other thing that I actually thought was really funny before I get into the experience of getting it cut, because that was a that was that was actually really funny to go through. Um, my mom, I had actually grown it out because I was a little sick and tired of the whole process of putting pomade in it and everything like that. But my mom actually made a good point um, when I had my hair really long. She was like, "You realize now that you have longer hair, it's not actually." easier because you just let it down it's actually going to be harder because you still it requires more effort to look the same level of for lack of a better word good um just like tidy yeah i didn't do that shit at all i looked like a hobo i do have to admit like there are a couple pictures where i look back and i'm like damn that shit looks nice but those were just coincidental and not really uh purposefully done because i didn't really know how to manage that long of hair uh, I looked like Tarzan in a lot of the pictures, but I, I loved having long hair. 
Um, it was a great phase, but the actual experience of getting a cut, that was the thing that was mad funny to me. So I finally decided to get a cut, right? I did not tell any of my friends because all my friends, th this is what I was talking about when I said the, uh, the polar, the polar polarity of getting, uh, of letting your hair grow out. All my friends and family, get it cut, get it cut. You look like a hobo. You look homeless. Oh, they were just like ragging on me all the time. Right. And I dealt with it. It was fine, whatever. And a lot of the times they'd ask me, why are you even doing this in the first place? Like, why are you letting your hair grow out? And this is such a me answer. If you know me, um, I wanted to do it for the sole purpose of being able to say that at one point or having pictures at one point I had really long hair. Uh, and that is just, that is just what it is. Like, I didn't want to like, you know, cause hopefully I'm going to get a job or, you know, as you get older, I don't want to deal with having to grow out my hair. God forbid, like knock on wood, if, if my hair freaking falls out, like if I bald or something, I'm not going to have the luxury of doing that. So I was like, you know, while I'm young, I got the freaking hair follicles for it. I, uh, I decided to let it grow out just so I could say I had it in the future. So I did that. Right. And they would not understand that. They kept telling me you should get it cut, get that shit cut. Always, always, every time I'd see them and I dealt with it, whatever, it's fine. Uh, and then when I finally did decide to get it cut, I told nobody. I literally told nobody. Um, the only person I told was, was my uncle, which was on the last step. Well, he was actually on the last two episodes. Uh, my, uh, Theo Andres, he, I, he's the only one I told because, um, he has a very, he's very involved in the fashion community. I would say like, he's always keeping up with the latest fashion trends and stuff like that. So he was a good person to go to for advice on what style I should get a cut. Cause I didn't want the same one, um, the same fuck boy hairstyle that I had before. I'll just call it that. Uh, so I finally decided the hairstyle I was getting a little more just relaxed, natural looking, Sciz like started on a three, scissor fade to the top, whatever. If you know barber lingo or if you're a dude, you know what I'm talking about. And then just get it like like just a good length on top and texture too, uh, just to make it look nice. But when I finally decided to get it cut, I told nobody, go to the barber shop, right? And obviously we're in COVID time, so I had to go in with a mask, which was super freaking annoying because I had to hold the mask on my face the entire time. Because obviously he got to get behind the ears and stuff like that. So the straps are in the way. Uh, the process of it was very underwhelming, actually. I was thinking I was going to walk in there. My barber was going to... Because I went to the same dude. I thought he was going to be like, yo, what the... Like, why the fuck is your hair so long? Or like, let's cut this shit, whatever. And then he was going to like buzz it off. Like I see like, you know, in those like boot camp videos where these dudes show up to like the army and they just get their shit shaved off. Even though that's not what I was doing. I'm talking about like on the sides. I thought that was, it was going to be more of like a momentous thing. He just goes, so, uh, like I take off the hat and he's like, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, you're, you're okay with me just get, like getting right into it. Right. I tell him what I'm on. He's and, uh, he's, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. He just grabs it like some freaking lady who's in like a street fight. You know, they grab, twist the hair. So they get control of the head, like that type of shit grabs like a handful of hair, takes a pair of scissors and just starts going to town. Like, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, for me, I'm like, oh my God, like, this is it. Like, I've been growing this. I have emotional, con like, value and connection. I'm invested in my hair at this point, like, in terms of, like, the long hair. And I'm like, damn, this is it. Like, it's finally getting chopped off my goddamn head. I look in the mirror, and the, the barber is not even, he doesn't give a damn. Like, he's literally just chilling, just chopping locks off left and right, just going at it, right? 
and I hear it like it sounds like you're cutting coarse rope. That's what it sounded like. I've never got like heard that before at the barber. I think it was just because it was really thick. Like he grabbed really like thick clumps of hair. So when he would cut it, it just sounded extra loud. And I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna like I right away. I was like, I think I made a little bit of a mistake. I, I had the feeling that uh, maybe I made this decision without considering um, the challenge to a barber that it would pose to a barber of actually just cutting off that much hair because I don't know. I don't know why I got it in my head that he was going to mess it up. So he starts cutting it. And by the way, shout out to DSE Barbers in uh, West Nyack in Rockland County. That's where I get my hair cut in case you were wondering. Great barber shop, very professional. I love the place. Anyway, so he is cutting hair off and it's falling like clumps of it are falling onto my my little uh what the hell is that thing? Like the big ass bib, you know, like that plastic sheet, that garbage bag that they put around you. Um, that, and it's just like lumps of it everywhere falling on the ground. And then the barber next to him, who uh, just finished cutting his, his client's hair, walks behind me and he's like, what the hell's going on here? It looks like there's enough hair for like three freaking or like five like haircuts happen and no one sweep the floor. So he starts sweeping the floor and it's just, it's falling off in like, in like clumps. And I'm like, God damn, this is it. I didn't know how it was going to turn out, right? I get my hair cut. Long story short, I look in the mirror. I'm like, wow, it looks pretty good. It was a little shorter than I wanted it because, you know, that's just what barbers do. They always go a little shorter. So I'm like, all right, a little shorter than I wanted it, but I'll rock with it. It'll grow back. So I finally get it cut. I'm like, all right, great. I go home and my entire family's like, yo, let me see. Let me see. I'm like, nope. I kept the hair on because obviously, like, I still got, like, a lot of hair sh residue, shrapnel, whatever in my actual head so i gotta go wash it out with shampoo so i i didn't let anyone see it go in the shower uh rinse it all off i come back out and they're like what the fuck you look like a different person like and and i actually did i went from looking i would say like a like a homeless like a like a a slightly more polished homeless person like not there's no dirt on my face or anything but just really long unkept hair because i didn't even get it trimmed um which is now in retrospect, I, I probably should have get it trimmed. Should have gotten it trimmed a couple of times just to give it shape. But no, it was just growing like like weeds or some shit. Uh, so ooh, excuse that uh, inhale. Uh, so I got it. I I I gotta say they were right in the fact that I really did look like not as professional. I do have to say that as much as I hate to say it, I do have to agree with that because it just didn't look as uh kept. But I did look like a different person. Everybody's like, they're they're all surprised and everything. And then the kicker was when on July 4th, which is coincidentally um, my mother's birthday, which was also discussed about in the last podcast, uh, my grandmother, my Chinese grandmother, who, you know, just like very traditional Asian ladies, they love like a very clean cut grand, like male. Well, you know, because I'm her grandson. She wants me to be clean cut. And the second that I told her I decided to grow out my hair, like she has been like the biggest advocate for getting that shit cut. Every time she saw me, she's like, no, she would give me like this little pouty face. She'd be like, no, get, no, I don't want to cut that, cut that. And like whatever, you know, and whatever accent you want to imagine in your head, she does have a Chinese accent, by the way. So you wouldn't be too, uh, unaccurate. So she's, she's telling me every single damn time I, she sees me cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting it cut soon just to get her to be quiet because I obviously like I've heard it from 50,000 people. I don't need to hear it from another one. I wasn't rude, but you know, whatever. So I didn't tell her I was getting it cut. 
July 4th rolls around. She opens the door and my back is faced her. She doesn't recognize me. I turn around. It's not like she's senile, by the way. She just legitimately just doesn't recognize me. I turn around and the scream, the shriek she lets out, you would think someone had just murdered me like in cold blood right in front of her. She screamed and she was like, oh my God, you look like a different person. Oh my God. And she started freaking out. And you know, I was dressed really nice that day because it was my mother's birthday. So she's she's all happy and giddy and she starts telling me like you know she starts telling my my um my uh my dad in cantonese you know if anyone speaks cantonese out there i'm about to butcher this but it's like lang chai whatever it means like you know like little like handsome boy she kept saying that in a sentence like to my dad telling him like oh your your son looks like a like a hong kong like movie star or whatever i'm like oh my god all the hate that she was giving me before and i get it cut and it's like all of a sudden I mean, obviously, I did what she wanted, so obviously, she's going to love it, but it, I just was like, I, I was dumbfounded by how much love she was throwing my way, whereas before, she was like, I can't I can't show any affection to this homeless man. I don't know who this is. That's not my grandson. Second, I get it cut. It's like, oh, Hong Kong superstar. Like, it was mad funny, the way the way she went about that, so that was really hilarious. I do got to say, the, um, the, one, the other thing I want to say is, I actually surprisingly had a couple people who were upset that I cut their hair for... And this is funny enough, my Chinese grandmother wanted me to get a cut, while my Colombian grandmother and my Colombian grandfather, they love the fact that I had longer hair. I guess the era that they grew up in, that they grew up in 60s, 70s, um, even 80s, in Colombia, in the part that they were from, or maybe Colombia as a whole, they, uh, the, the really cool men's hairstyle in their era, when they, in like their youthful era, was like, just like slick back ponytail which I got, I don't got like a, a nice face shape for it. I got kind of like a circular face. So I think the best way to put it would be like if you glued a wig onto a watermelon and then gelled it back and tied all like the hair on the back of the head, the the, the full pony wasn't my look. I, I kind of preferred the half up, half down, like samurai Ronin look, but they loved the fact when I, like I was able to actually put all my hair behind my head in like an actual ponytail. Um, and they were so upset when I got a cut. Uh, and actually the one thing I do miss is that weighted feeling of having the ponytail behind you. Whenever you swing your head, it gives you a little extra, extra bit of sass, which is actually super funny. Cause that, that's another reason why I think all men should grow out their hair. You, you understand why girls can be so sassy sometimes, right? Cause you have like this little weight behind your head. And every time you swivel your head really fast to one direction, you feel that thing going behind you and you feel it's like a little... I don't know how to explain it. It's like a little ego booster. Like you feel like like a little um like a diva like diva-ish. Uh so yeah, that's the entire experience of me getting my hair my hair cut. I managed to extend this goddamn story about growing hair uh to 18 minutes around there. 20 minutes, let's call it. So that's actually pretty incredible that I was able to do that. Um I didn't think it would it would be this long. I thought it was gonna be a shorter podcast today, but you know what? We'll just roll with the punches. Um if you are listening to this, right, my Instagram username is bran1764 b-r-a-n-1764 if you like the way that this sounds if you prefer the way this sounds over the other microphone don't say anything because i mean obviously i'm going to listen back to it and i'm pretty sure just by having the uh, feedback that i like it but if you don't like the way it sounds or if you have any questions you want to ask me that i'll talk about on my next podcast i haven't done this before so i'm just plugging my, my social media go ahead and hit me up on that platform dm me uh, I'll try to get back to you acting like I'm famous. I'll get back to you. Uh, and I'll bring up the topic of conversation in the next, um, 
in the next podcast. Uh, and then I guess I'll just end it off on saying one thing, a little bit, I'll share a little bit of exciting news I got. So in starting this podcast, my hope for this was just to, um, you know, participate in something I had always been passionate about. I watch and listen to a lot of podcasts. So I thought, why not make my own? So apparently one of my good friends from school, her name is Alexa Cucciari. Uh, she's also, she's a New York times bestseller author. She's a very incredible, successful young woman. She, uh, she, her book is actually called, um, the power to persevere. I believe she's going to kill me if I got that wrong, but it's basically chronicling or it's not chronicling, but she wrote it after her, her battle with, with cancer, which she's a cancer survivor. She had to get chemotherapy, uh, her long battle with cancer. Now she's, she's, uh, she's mostly recovered from it. Um, I hope to have her on the podcast soon after all is said and done, but she actually reached out to me on social media and told me that, uh, she's going to connect me with some, some people from Fordham, my, uh, alma mater. I can't believe I'm actually graduated from a school university, my dumbass. but, uh, yeah, some people apparently were interested in the fact that, uh, anything entrepreneur, anything that resembles entrepreneurship, they'd want to they'd want to just uh, touch base on. So that's a little bit of exciting news. I think I thought I'd like to share with my five listeners. They actually, I might be getting interviewed by my, by my, um, my school to see what, uh, why I started this podcast or whatever. Uh, so that should be fun. But back to, to the, uh, to the original thing, Alexa, she's actually, um, I want to get her on the podcast and hopefully when that happens, we're going to be talking about, uh, the incredible, her incredible story, her long journey from actually being diagnosed, I think at the young age of 18, which is insane to me to be diagnosed with cancer at 18 years old, you know, to have to come face to face with your own mortality. Um, I usually like to keep it lighthearted on this podcast, but that is a very interesting story that I just can't shy away from. Like, uh, I find it to be very inspirational. Um, I met her actually on a trip to Japan, which I'm sure we will talk about uh, in that podcast, but when it does happen, so that's just a little teaser for the, for a future episode, uh, episode, I don't know when exactly it's going to happen, uh, because of COVID times we've talked about doing it over zoom, but I just prefer to do it in person because zoom lacks a certain chemistry that I just don't really feel comfortable in recording it without that, that chemistry being present. Um, I like the face-to-face -face interaction. It, it adds a little bit more depth to the conversation, even though you can't really see it because it's audio version only right now hint hint uh so yeah that's a little that's a little easter egg for future episodes so uh yeah that's it i think this is this is it this is the end of this podcast uh thank you so much for for tuning into this very calm episode of uh that's just detailing my my experience growing and then finally cutting my hair um as to the future of my hair i might do something as drastic as going bald one day just shaving for the hell of it <laughs> Uh, no, I'm probably not going to do that. But yes, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. And that has been Charlas with Chung.